Welcome to the Coach's Wife Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from what it's really like being married to a coach, how we deal with critical fans, the ministry of the coaching family, and everything in between. I'm your host, Kayla Fox, wife of a high school football coach and founder of the Fly Fox Apparel, a coach's wife boutique. Whether you're on your way to team dinner or picking up the slack at home while coach is at work, huddle up and rest assured, you can find joy and community as a coach's wife. And it can all start right here. Has 2020 been the year of online shopping for you too? I have shopped online for many years, but when the stay-at-home orders went into effect, I had a whole new appreciation for it. And I used the interwebs to shop so much more. Am I the only one that uses the words interwebs? (laughs) Thankfully, though, back in December, I had learned about Rakuten. Rakuten is like the old Ebates, and they basically offer cash back on tons of different purchases. Whenever I'm shopping online at Amazon or Target or wherever, before I check out, I just click the little purple R button on my dashboard, and they apply any and all coupons and cash back I'm eligible for. And that's it. There's no keeping track of receipts, no additional steps. They literally send you a check with your total. To try to earn your first $10, sign up using the link in this episode's show notes and enjoy some extra cash coming your way. Hey guys, I am so excited to chat with you today. Today we are going to talk a little bit about moving and all that that entails, but I wanted to kind of go at this today from the standpoint of moving with intention. Um, I know a lot of us move and sometimes we feel like, well, we're not even going to be here very long. What's the point of really making this feel like home? Other times, maybe we just feel a little burnout and we're not really excited about finding a new home or finding a new town and all of that. I just want you to see that every season has a purpose and that includes the season of moving. So about one year ago this week, we listed our beloved little yellow house in the woods to move closer to Brett's school. Up until this point, he had spent about five years commuting and it was only 30 minutes back and forth, but as his responsibilities increased, and the number of kids we had increased. That hour on the road each day just felt longer and longer. Our oldest was about to start kindergarten, and because we saw ourselves likely staying at the same job long-term, we decided to just pull the trigger and put that sign in our yard in hopes of getting into our new town before football season began. Everything seemed promising when we sold our house the day it got listed, and we celebrated, and we packed up, and put on an, put an offer on the house that we had had our eye on, and within the week, we were ready to roll. But of course, nothing is ever as easy as it seems, right? So over the next few weeks, nearly everything that could have gone wrong did. Our buyer's financing fell through, and so we had already disheveled our house to pack, so we quickly had to put it all back in order again and try to get it sold again. We, of course, had to back out on the sale of our new house, but we were told as soon as ours would sell to put the same offer back in and they would accept it. So thankfully, ours sold within the week, and we put a new offer back in, and lo and behold, they counted back asking for more money. We were so annoyed and frustrated because there was honestly not a whole lot left on the market that would fit our family of six. In some ways, we questioned whether or not we were even doing the wrong thing or the right thing because everything seemed to just be stacking against us. But we kept holding on to the truth that God hadn't changed his mind. Yeah, it was the same God that led us to the conclusion that we should move to better serve our team's community 
And he wasn't playing games with our hearts or our finances or our home. He had a plan and we just felt like all the setbacks were really honestly Satan's way of keeping us from doing what God had in mind for us to do all along. Satan hates when followers of Jesus actually follow him. He's ruthless and willing to throw anything in the way of believers to distract them and make them feel defeated. But we, we serve a God who calls us victorious. The victory was ours the moment that Jesus rose from the dead, and he doesn't leave our side when hard times come our way. He promises to carry us through if only we would trust him. So that's what we did. We trusted him. We trusted him when we walked away from our new house. We trusted him when he led us to our new house, our new new house. <laughs> we trusted him when our appraiser purposely sabotaged our appraisal, putting us several weeks behind our move-in date. We trusted him when we couldn't move in until week one. So yes, we literally closed on our house in the afternoon and Brett had to leave to go coach his team straight after that while my family and I started moving us in. Guys, it was chaos, but we did it and we made it through and we are so glad we did. There's so much that I learned through this entire process that I don't want to forget. So I wanted to take some time to share with you today how the adjustment has been. And I wanted to share what's been good and difficult and what I would do differently if I had to do it over again. If you are about to move for the first time or even if it's your hundredth time, I hope this episode encourages you and gives you the hope that you will soon feel at home again. So first things first, get a realtor you trust. This one kind of feels like a plug because my mom was actually our realtor. <laughs> so I'm not just saying this because I feel feel obligated. I don't feel obligated. I'm just saying we could not have gotten through all the chaos that came our way without her. We would not have known how to navigate all the curveballs without her expertise. And, you know, the bottom line is you can sell a house yourself. And a lot of times it does go okay. But there are always situations where you want to lean on the expert and you want to know that they know what they're talking about. They know what they've dealt with. I tell you, as much as as much as what well, obviously, yes, this was my mom, but we she reassured us so much that like all these things, while it seems like they were piling on and they were heavy and unfair, she also had seen a lot of these things happen before. And so she was like, guys, don't worry. We're going to get this straightened out. You're going to get moved. You're going to find your house. You know, she was very reassuring. So find a realtor that you trust. Um, two, throw away and sell as much as you can before you list your house. So I did this. At least I thought that I did this. you got to understand, our time spent in that sweet little yellow house was spent having babies, um, which obviously were such a big blessing. But I literally spent, I think we lived there five or six years, and we had four babies in that house during that time. So I just felt like I just could never get ahead. And so even as I would start to sort through clothes for one kid, then I had another one coming who wasn't that far along or not that far behind where that kid's clothes were. So I just kind of kept them out and I wasn't ready to get rid of them. And then all of a sudden, I mean, guys, we had clothes from ages like six to newborn for both genders in our home. It, and that was just the clothes. That didn't include toys, baby swings, all of that. So it was, I cleared out a lot. I got rid of a ton. I gave a lot away. I sold a lot. And I tell you what, when we were loading up those trucks to move, I was 
embarrassed at how much we still had. It just seemed insane. And everyone, of course, kept reassuring me that you are a large family of six. Like this does happen, but it just seemed like a lot of excess. And, you know, even in our new house now, I've still been getting rid of so much and it just feels good to not be bogged down by stuff. So I wish I would have sold more. I wish I would have given more away, thrown more away. It would have made the whole process so much easier. Three, if you have a house to sell, ask a realtor to come over and give you pointers about what you should fix or move, um, things you can do to add some value to your house, things, ways you can stage the house to make it um, appear bigger and brighter. You want to get the most bang for your buck, especially if you have invested any money into your house. You know, you want to make sure that that's seen and known. So um, like I said, my mom was my realtor, but she came over a couple weeks before we listed and she just pointed out just some really simple things that we could do that honestly, I wouldn't have thought of before. Um, and I think I made our, it made our house show better. It made the pictures look a lot nicer and we were able to pack a lot of clutter and everything away throughout that process. And that just made it a lot easier. So if you're going to be using a realtor, ask them to come over take a look around and just see if they can give you any pointers. Speaking of houses, my number four is to be picky if you're buying a house. Don't just settle because you feel rushed. You know, rentals exist for a reason. If you are going to be looking for a place, if you're going to be investing any amount of cash into a home, make it what you want. Don't, don't go buy something quickly just because you feel like, oh, we need to move, we need to move. And then sit there and think, what were we thinking? Like, this place is not going to suit our needs. For us, we just knew that we needed four bedrooms and we knew we needed a basement. And those were non-negotiable. There were so many beautiful three-bedroom ranches that were tempting just because there was really nothing else available and we felt rushed. But we stayed focused on what we needed and we prayed and prayed about it. And in the end, God led us to a home that was seriously so much more than what we could have imagined. So keep your head down, stay focused, don't sacrifice on what you want. Number five is hire movers. Moving companies were unfortunately just out of the question for us because they were too expensive. We decided to just rent a U-Haul and move at our own pace. Um, And then when we called to rent the truck, the guy who owned the shop asked if we were using a moving company. And so when we told him no, he said, well, actually, I know of a guy who does it on the side. So apparently this guy used to work for a big moving company and he told us that, you know, I used to do all this work and we used to get paid this much. But then I was learning, wow, these move, these families paid this company so much more than that. And we're only getting this small portion of it. So he said, basically, he now just charges what he used to get paid um, because it's still good money for him. And it blesses other families because they can save a ton of money. So I know we really lucked out, but my point is call around. Even if you have people that you know, offer to pay them in more than just pizza and beer because they are saving you a ton of money. So that said, I wish we would have planned ahead and had money set aside ready to pay a moving company to just do all of it for us. It would have been so much less of a headache, but we kind of moved in a hurry and it just wasn't an option for us. Number six, don't wait to get settled. Do as much as you can to make it feel like home right away, even if you're not sure how long you'll stay, even if you have a lot going on. You know, we moved, like I said, right at the beginning of football season. So I was kind of doing this alone. Um, But I feel like it didn't take long for it to feel like home just because I quickly hung up some pictures, tried to make 
um, the kids' rooms cozy and our living room cozy. Um, and it just made it feel like this place was worth investing in. So don't wait to get settled. Even if you're unsure how long you're going to be there, um, try to unpack and get settled as quickly as possible. Number seven, if you have neighbors, get to know them. So it's so easy to just go home and stay in and drown out the noise of the community when you're tired and you have a lot going on, especially during your season. But investing in our neighbors has been the biggest blessing to my family these last several months. When you're so involved in your sport, it's easy to get to know people around that sport. Like for us with football, I know so many football families that we adore, but I didn't know anyone outside of football. And you know how nice it is to have friends who don't care what the score was? Like, I got to know them one day, literally. This was so funny. I literally made myself walk door to door and say, hey, I'm going to go sit in my driveway and watch my kids play. You should bring your kids and come sit with me. Like, it felt so awkward, but I'm so glad I did it. It kind of just broke the barrier as soon as we moved in. And it's really paid off. So I'm really glad that I did that. And I think you will be really glad if you do that, too. Number eight, find a church. This one has been interesting because we really have only been able to go to church for a few months until COVID hit. But I went to the same church my whole life, so I won't lie, it has been an adjustment. And it's not because anything is wrong, it's just because it's different. We have plowed through though, we committed to going every week regardless, and I'm so glad that we did. For one, it really helped my kids get to know some new friends and it gave them some consistency. And for us, it helped us again just get to know people outside of football. But also a lot of our players go to our church and it's just been so good to talk with them on or off the field. Um, And it's been good for them to see coach with his wife struggling to wrangle their four kids. What is it about Sunday mornings? (laughs) My kids are pretty much angels until Sunday morning when we're going to church and then our ugly sides all happen to show. Number nine, put yourself out there. So I kind of touched on this, but... Whether it's in church, in a mom's group, in your cul-de-sac, wherever, you can't get to know people and start recognizing faces at the grocery store if you sit at home all week long. Like not everything you start has to stick. So give yourself permission to let some things go over time, but don't be afraid to at least try something new with someone new. Like it might be awkward or it might lead to lasting friendships. You just won't know until you try. So Put yourself out there. No matter what moving winds up looking like for you, I hope that this episode encouraged you to bloom where you're planted. Yes, you may be uprooted again soon, but that time spent investing in the lives of others around you was not in vain. Every day has purpose and every location has purpose. The truth is you could go somewhere thinking it's just a two-year gig and next thing you know, you're retiring there. You never know what God's plans will be for you, but no matter what, his plan is always for you to love and serve the people around you well. Moving is hard enough. Don't add the pain of isolation and loneliness any more than you have to. You are an awesome woman with so much to offer. So don't stay in the comfort of your own home or hide behind your husband's spotlight any more than you have to. Put yourself in a position to make some new friends and to make your house a home where everyone who walks in your door feels loved and seen and known. That's what we're all craving anyway, isn't it? Until next time, I'll be over here cheering you on. If this episode encouraged you today, I'd love it if you'd take a moment to subscribe and leave a review. 
Your downloads and feedback will help me to be able to deliver the best content that meets you right where you are. If you're a coach's wife who could use a little pep talk once in a while, check out the Fly Fox Apparel. It's a coach's wife boutique and online community designed to bring joy and encouragement to every coach's wife. To learn more, head to theflyfoxapparel.com or find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Fly Fox Apparel. That's F-L-Y-F-O-X Apparel.